Everyone's been talking about you and Wade. They're saying you tossed his salad. I mean, I've never even heard of dressing someone's salad. We were only gone for like a minute. Yeah, that's long enough for Wade. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a brand new episode of So What'd You Think? I'm your host, Nick Ledoux. Uh, for those who don't know, this is a movie podcast show where me and a guest will come on and we'll discuss a movie that we've just seen for the very first time and give our immediate reactions to it. Uh, today, I brought on a good friend and returning guest, Fiona. Welcome. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming on. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Nothing I love more than a movie in the morning and talking about it after. Yeah. We are recording this very early today. <laughs> It's like 1030. It's not that early. <laughs> <laughs> it feels early. We did watch the movie right before, uh, so it was a 9 a.m. movie. But the movie we watched today is Yes, God, Yes. Uh, this movie came out, I think, last year, and it's on Netflix. Um, do you want to explain the plot, Fiona? Yeah, I can talk about it. Okay, yeah. so this this is a movie that hits very close to home. I'll start off by saying that. Um, I like grew up going to Catholic school, and the plot is about this... Um, Catholic school girl who is like in high school and um, she goes on this retreat called Kirkos, which um, in real life, I'm pretty sure it's like a parody of the retreat Kairos, which is very common at Catholic schools. Um, but it's all about her like navigating, I guess, horny thoughts for the first time. Um, and like in a world where everybody's telling her that everything she's doing is sinful and like she'll be punished for it. But um, it's all about being honest and real with yourself and growing up and being aware of the boundaries that your community kind of like enforces around you. Um, I enjoyed it personally. Yeah, I enjoyed it as well. <laughs> that was a good summary. That Thank was like you. very well, <laughs> well done. <laughs> yeah. What, so what did you think about this movie? What? The first, I mean, it's just so relatable. I feel like they took these scenes like from my past um, because, like, I mean, everything that she was going through, being told that, like, marriage is between a man and a woman, and you only have sex for procreation purposes in religion class, and, like, um, like, that was a narrative pushed on me my whole life. They were just like, don't have sex, never do it, or you're, go you're going to hell, um, don't be gay, or you're going to hell, mm -hmm. um. And also, like, I went on this exact retreat and, like, went through the exact same things that they go through on these retreats, like, um, going into small groups and talking about, like, hard times and listening to your counselors talk about hard times and stuff, like, um, and even down to, like, in the, in the movie they have, um, these letters that are read out loud to them that were written by their parents and, um, that happened to me also on this retreat. So all of it felt like they were like diving into my past specifically, um, <laughs> which like <laughs> is obviously not true. Cause I feel like every Catholic school kid like feels the same way, but mm -hmm. um, yeah, I really liked it. It was very comforting. It wasn't too long. I'm glad it was as short as it was. Like it didn't even hit 90 minutes. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I don't think it was, like, a groundbreaking or made me change my perspective on the world at all, but I do think <laughs> it was, like, a sweet morality tale of, like, don't judge people because we're all sinners, you know? Um, yeah. What'd you think? Uh, I, yeah, I also really liked it. I think, um, it's very funny. Um, I, I didn't relate to it quite as much. I mean, I still relate to it, parts of it, going to, like, a small private school from the South, um, there's definitely elements of it and like even the dress code and stuff. Um, yeah, all of that. There's a lot of elements that, um, are like relatable and they're definitely poking fun at like a very specific culture. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I agree. I mean, it's not like super groundbreaking necessarily. It's really short. Um, I think there's a lot of like cheesy elements to it. I think it also kind of like, it, it, like toes this line of being cheesy and like being self-aware, I think. Yeah of its cheesiness and, like, playing on these stereotypes, but then also, like, being the stereotype. Yeah. Um, and I think it works, like, sometimes, and it works not so much other times. Um, and, yeah, I mean, overall, though, I think it's, it's, the moral of the story is, like, nice, and mm -hmm. it, it serves its purpose, and I think the people, especially, like, people who went to Catholic school or in Catholic school maybe watching this, like, I think it would be 
a good thing for them to watch and very yeah. relatable and could like you know it's a good message for them to hear right yeah like there's more to the world than just this space that you currently occupy you know i i going off of like what you're saying about it being cheesy i thought the music choices in particular were very funny like it felt like there was royalty-free music playing every time she was horny, uh, <laughs> which is so funny. Um, and I think... <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, it feels like, you know, like the Netflix, when like they have like the previews before you click on a movie, and they don't even use the real music from the movie. They use like like cheesy royalty-free music to cover it. That's like what the soundtrack for this movie felt like. It yeah. felt like the free version that they play on the Netflix, like... Previews. Yeah, but it was also very effective, like, hilariously just, like, smooth and, like, generic ambient music, but also, like, it felt like that was what was playing inside of her head, which, if that is the song that is playing, or, like, if that's the music that's playing inside of her head when she's horny, that's hilarious also. <laughs> um yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, that's fair. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it's just, it's overall, it, like, it feels cheesy. And, like, even the, the character of, like, the crush she has, this, like, Christian camp counselor guy who's, like, this, like, he's, like, a little gentle giant. He's, like, this nice guy who's, like, afraid of any form of sex at all. But yeah. he's, like, the star of the football team and is, like, all the girls have a crush on him. It, like, how much credit do we give to the film for, like, it actually like giving commentary on anything about like that type of person or just like showing that type of person um I don't know what do you think about him I I feel like they were making fun of everybody in this movie you know like mm-hmm. no one was um not subjected to that like critical parody lens but him specifically I mean I think it's it's a very true trope of like this you know, the the youth pastor who's, like, cool and hip um, that, like, everyone th- thinks is, like, inspiring and fun to follow around. Um, but in terms of his, like, level of cheese, I, I feel like... Cheese I, level. The, yeah, what's, what's his cheese ranking? Um, I feel like the part when... The main character, like, kisses the, this, like, senior in high school who's supposed to be, like, the guy that they're all looking up to and he's hella popular and stuff. Um, it's so funny that when she kissed him, he, like, recoiled so quickly and was like, oh my god, don't look at my boner through my sweatpants, like, moment. Um, right. And it's, like, even the people that we look up to, just like the priest in this movie also, um, even the people we look up to are flawed. Um, and, like, there's no point. It gives me a very, like, Scarlet Letter vibe of, like, everybody's making fun of this girl for, like, being, like, a slut, quote-unquote, and, like, tossing this guy's salad. (laughs) Um, I'm totally rambling. Oh, yeah. I think what you're saying about how all of these characters have flaws, that definitely seemed to be part of this moral. Like, um, we're going into spoilers, too, for people who haven't seen this movie. I think we're just gonna start talking about the specifics so if you haven't seen it you know go see it and then listen to the rest of this um but yeah i think yeah like specifically with the the father character um you like you find out that he's like just like looking at porn too on his computer and then you see like the other girls giving a guy a blowjob outside and it, everybody is like just doing this like, keeping secrets i guess mm-hmm. um yeah and i guess i don't know is the message of that just like People have secrets and nobody's perfect and we set ourselves with high expectations and... Yeah. Like, impossible expectations, you Uh know? Like, I mean, everybody in this movie has the same secret. They're all, like, horny and watching porn or, like, masturbating or whatever. And that's considered, like, evil and terrible. But it's actually a very human thing. And I think that is, like, a general critique of Catholicism and Christianity, you know? Like, things that are normal and should be sometimes even celebrated, like, loving yourself and whatever, um, are chastised and you're told you're, like, going to hell for for it, um, which is so not fair. Everybody's flawed. (laughs) Even the priest. Even Mr. (laughs) Youth Pastor. Yeah. 
Yeah. Would do you do you feel that like these characters do they feel realistic? Like at least in your experience with like going to Catholic school, mm-hmm. like like cuz sometimes it feels like it's almost like too exaggerated. Like like the like the the youth pastor or whatever when she makes out with him and then he like runs away. <laughs> like <laughs> like certain parts of it feel almost like so exaggerated, but like I don't know, maybe that is ex- like just how it really is. Yeah. I mean, I feel like in my experience, I mean, this movie was, it's supposed to be set in 2001, so I don't know how, like, faithful people were then. Um, I can only take from, like, my experience of being in high school from, what, like, 2013 to 2017. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think that they did a really good job of painting the adults uh, in an accurate light. In my experience, a lot more of the kids were not as devout, um, I guess, as the people who were in this movie. It seemed like a lot of the students were very much like, yes, I believe in God. Yes, this is something that I actively, like, choose to follow. Like, despite being potentially forced into Catholic school, it seemed like they were all, like, believers or whatever. Um, whereas I feel like at my school, there were a lot more skeptical people. A lot of people who, like, went on the retreat just as a reason to, like, hang out with friends and, like, get out of town, um, than, like, because they want to be closer to God or whatever. It's definitely more of, like, a social, um, moment than it was, like, a faithful one and, like, a way to just, like, get closer to your peers, Um, at least that's what, like, before I went on this, like, similar retreat, that's kind of what it was for. Like, you want to go with your friends so that you get closer to them and, um, like, feel emotional and, like, vulnerable and connected to them. Mm -hmm. So I feel like the kids were more exaggerated, especially when it comes to slut-shaming. Like, I think that people were sexually active at my high school and it wasn't, like, shocking or weird or bad or something to make fun of. Um... And, like, people were known to hook up on retreats like this because you were right. getting out of town and, like, you weren't wearing your uniform. Like, dress code wasn't normal and, like, um, I don't know. Right. The stakes are raised when you're outside of your normal environment. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. I was, like, I feel like in this film, like, all these, the high schoolers were, like, so unaware of, like, anything sexual. Like, and, like, yeah, there's, like, less access to it maybe with, like, their school and, like, the like even the internet, there's, like, less, I don't know, but I was surprised at how devout everyone was to, like, being a Christian and, like, yeah. not doing anything sexual. Like, everyone seemed to be, like, pretty good, besides it seemed this one main character who's, like, the only one who's ever thought to masturbate. Like, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I, I guess that makes sense and that, that it's different from what your high school experience was, too. Like, yeah. Like, I would have loved to see, like an atheist in this movie, you know? Like, one person who isn't, like, at Catholic school and fully believing in Catholicism. Like, where where are the skeptical people? Yeah. Did you experience that? Like, were there people that went to Catholic school that didn't, like, weren't Catholic, but were just, like, going to the school, or? Yeah, I know a lot, I mean, a lot of people who went to my high school just wanted to go to a good school. Like, we just happened to have good academics also, and it was also, like, a faithful school. Um, so that was more, like, coincidence. Um, but, I mean, I know so many people who went to Catholic school their whole lives, like, until their senior year of high school, and, like, through that process became less religious, you know? I don't know, like, a a lot of people who stayed, like, truly, truly faithful, I feel like it was more important in their like family life or like it was something that they came to discover on their own whereas like a lot of people who were forced into catholic school forever kind of grew to resent it and like not believe in it as much um so i just thought it was unrealistic that like nobody there was like questioning their faith because i feel like that is a crucial part of the catholic school experience like um being like, this is not something I believe in, I don't belong here, or, like, starting to question your faith, or whatever. Like, um, yeah. Also, you're just so, Mm -hmm. like, Catholic guilt is so real, they make you hate yourself for everything that you are all the time. Um, and I feel like that's part of this movie also, um, especially when they go to the lesbian bar. Um, (laughs) yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Would you, would you have rather they included more elements of that like people who are like less devout and they're like showing 
their perspective in the film too or do you think it just would have detracted from the story they're trying to tell or what do you think? I feel like it would have detracted because that would just open up a whole other can of worms like theme wise. It's very easy to like like tell this story especially in such a short time frame when they're when it's kind of like a monolith of belief there but I mean I also think that a point of this movie is questioning faith um or like questioning the rules and how strict the rules are and like why the rules even exist when we're like human and flawed you know and faith is trying to get you to be like this perfect person um or you like repent your sins if you are sinning or whatever yeah definitely what do you think do you think you would have wanted like more questioning catholics i guess uh no i mean i think i agree with you i think it would have distracted probably but it also did kind of distract me that they didn't include it because then i'm just left wondering like is this how it really is because this seems so like unbelievable Mm -hmm. and like that's part of what makes the movie so funny too is like how like ridiculous every character in this film is yeah and that's it's like it's almost like poking fun at the whole thing and just yeah i don't know i'm curious if the director is like I'm assuming they, like, she grew up in this kind of environment. Yeah. Um, I'm curious what her thoughts are, like, now mm. about these kind of retreats. Is it, like, purely, like, she hated it and, like, like that lesbian bar scene, that's, like, her future self talking to her, her main character in high school, <laughs> like, as she wished someone could say that to her. And yeah. she was, luckily, got out of this, like, environment that she's in, or, or does she still have, like like, positive feelings associated with this. Because I don't think necessarily this movie's, like, totally anti... No. ...Catholicism at Mm-mm. all. I mean, yeah, what do you think? It's just, like, making fun of the the tropes of, like... I, I feel like I see tweets all the time that are, like, youth pastor voice. You, well, you know who you should follow, blah, blah, blah. You know, like, just making fun of how, like, enthusiastic and, like, performative, like, their, their faith is. But I don't think it's saying that it's bad. Especially because... I feel like the movie also shows, like, the good things that religion gives you, like, community and this opportunity to be vulnerable with the people around you. So I don't think it's all bad. It's just, like, I mean, anything to any extreme is worth skepticism, I think, and Christianity is not, like, exempt from that. Right. I think, yeah, I think they critique it pretty well and, like, just kind of, like, show almost what it's like. And then it's, like, free for the audience to take away what they want to take away yeah. from it. I think people who are, like, anti, like, religion or Christianity maybe are just going to, like, be reinforced by that, like, watching this. And people who, like, lived through this and maybe enjoyed that experience will probably also find the good parts of it and mm-hmm. be able to just think it's, like, positive and it's, like, poking fun out of it, like, in a nice way (laughs) yeah like even when book of mormon was released that's like a very blatant parody of this religion or this religious experience i guess but mormons enjoyed book of mormon like there's a way to kind of poke fun at the tropes that exist within these communities um that so like i i don't think the director is pro or anti it's just like using this environment to tell a story while also poking fun at, like, the cliches. Right. Yeah. It seemed like she came in with just having this moral of, like, I want to explain to people that, you know, like, it's good to be sexually active in yeah. some sense and, like, explore your own sexuality. And, like, I just need a, an outlet to tell that moral. And this is how it turned out. Yeah. It almost feels, like, documentary-esque in that way where they're just, like, re- it's like a reenactment of, like a real situation of going to this retreat. Yeah. Um, Do you have any favorite characters from this? Mm. (laughs) Um, hmm. I love, I loved the counselor who gave the other counselor a (laughs) blowjob. I like her. I also (laughs) liked, I, I think she was the only character that we actually saw, like, tell her Cairo's story, which was, like, talking about, um, a hard time in her life, and then after she's done talking about it, she's like, this is how it brought me closer to God, whatever, and, like, all the counselors go up and hug her. That is so, like, (laughs) so visceral, like, I can see that happening. I, like, know exactly what it felt like sitting in those chairs and, like, watching 
a person in a grade above me who I like inevitably admired because I was like, wow, they've been through more and I've seen them around campus and they're like older and wiser or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, that was very funny, but I feel like she was super complex. I feel like I wish they dove into her more as well Mm -hmm. as I wish they dove into the last (laughs) character in the movie more, but I'll talk about her in a sec. Um, yeah, I, I really liked this counselor because it was like, she is good at following the rules. She's respected by adults and children alike, but she's also hiding this part of her, but that doesn't make her bad, you know? Um, the part of her that gave the other counselor a blowjob <laughs> and the part of her that is like horny and sexually active. Um, right. yeah, it's just, I feel like one message of that is you're able to be like an admirable person and a sexually active person. Those things aren't like mutually exclusive. <laughs> right. Um, and like just the way we think about sex is, or at least the way they thought about sex in 2001 is kind of archaic. Um, mm-hmm. but I love the last character of the movie too, who was like drawing cats while everyone was saying their Cairo stories and <laughs> like, I miss my cat named Kyoto. I want to go to Tokyo. Like I got to get out of this town. Like I feel like that was the only glimpse of like someone who's questioning of Catholic school or like their small environment, um, which I think was important and like it gave, um, as well as, like, the the butch at the bar that she ended up talking to kind of gave the main character, like, a lens into what life looks like outside of this, like, insular Catholic school space. Um, and just, like, a reminder that there's more to life than what you have always been taught. Um, and it's healthy to question what you've been taught forever because, I mean, don't take things at face value. Um yeah. So those were my favorite characters. That was a great answer. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? I think you're totally right. I I was not going to pick either of those characters. Um, but I think, yeah, like what we were saying, you know, just like people that aren't as into this whole thing were like that felt that was lacking in the movie. I feel like the, the girl who's like talking about moving to Kyoto is actually that character. I kind of forgot even about that. But yeah, that's like, that's exactly what it is. And that does like add a lot of perspective to it. I think like having that near the end is like a really valuable inclusion, especially because the main character is like talking, like starts to consider like a world outside of this small bubble that she's in and like not just going to the state school, but like the fact that like she's like Kyoto, like I don't know anything about that. Like she doesn't even know it's a city. Like doesn't even know what sushi is. She doesn't. Yeah, she's never had sushi. <laughs> <laughs> like what? <laughs> I know it's um, crazy. But yeah. And even the other character that you're mentioning, I forget her name, but, um, yeah, I think she's honestly, like, the most complex character in this whole thing. I think that scene, even when she's, like, revealing, like, where she has to, like, I don't know, talk about herself in front of everyone mm-hmm. and has that, like, kind of heartfelt moment, that actually felt like, like, probably the most genuine moment in the movie. Yeah. Um, and it's, yeah, it's like everyone's kind of going through things and you, you can understand that and then, like... She's, like, putting up this persona as, like, a, the, the pastor or whatever and has to, like, do these things. Um, mm-hmm. But she's still, like, very human. And you see even, like, the blowjob scene, it's almost, it's like, it's almost, like, fitting. It's like, oh, like... <laughs> she's she's just, a person. Yeah, she's just like everyone else. Yeah. Um, and especially for someone who's, like, look, like, the main character looking up at her. Like, yeah, I think that's also, like, a very important scene. Like, both of these characters, like, left a positive impression on the main girl. Mm-hmm. Um like, those are the people that she's probably going to take away from this camp and be like, oh, these are the people I really liked from that. Yeah. And, like, helped her grow a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was that was nice. Um, then one other character I want to mention, though, I, I do really like um, the the pastor, the, the youth guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He was so funny to me. <laughs> Every time he was on screen, I burst out laughing. <laughs> they also had so many close-ups of his arms, which is so funny. Like, that that's, like, the revealing part of, like, his body that they're showing is, mm-hmm. like, his hairy arms or whatever. Like, I just think that's super funny. Um, and also just, like, every time he's, like, talking, like, when they're, like, in the circle and he starts, like, singing, they're, like, playing that song and he's, like, all happy and he's, like, singing this song and it's just so funny. Yeah. He, <laughs> he nails the role. Like, this, Seriously. this guy acting is so funny. It's It's like the Catholic version of a himbo, I feel. You know? Of a himbo? A himbo? Like a bimbo, but a boy? Oh my gosh, am I teaching you? (laughs) 
Yes. Um, it's real. I, that, I feel is like... That, so that's implying that all bimbos are women? No. There's a himbo? I, I don't think it implies that all women are bimbos. I do think bimbo should be used more, like, as encompassing of all genders, but people do say himbo when referring to, like, a ditzy, like, hot boy, you know? Okay. Um, and I think that hot, chaste Catholic boy so real such a real stereotype <laughs> where you're like oh this guy is hot he must be down to have sex and then you talk to him and he's like actually like saving saving room for jesus um <laughs> that's so real so many of those people <laughs> exist yeah. um as a person who i won't i won't go too crazy but as a person no, who sure. was um <laughs> down to be sexually active i guess in high school i feel like i found people people like that which is totally okay be chased if you want to like don't have sex if you don't want to but um yeah. like yeah so so funny so funny yeah <laughs> yeah i've definitely seen like met people that are like that too they're always like super attractive but they're like that's they have no experience or, or yeah. want to do anything like this like that right um, which what does that say about our society do, do we assume all hot people are down to have sex that's yeah hmm. that's a good question should we assume that Sh no <laughs> we shouldn't yeah we should not also one part this is kind of detracting from this conversation or like the current topic that we're on but mm -hmm. the part where they're in small groups and they're all like or the leader of their small group is like, share something hard where you've like questioned your relationship with Jesus. Um, and they all go around and like tell their sob stories. And then the right. main character ends up lying and is like, my dog died, even though that didn't happen. That's also so real, like forced vulnerability. And like, yeah. Um, at these retreats, there's like there, this, this, pressure to like not one up the people next to you but like to tell an equally sad or like equally emotional or heartfelt story that like makes people want to come up and hug you and be like wow you're so strong you've been through so much whatever um that's like such a weird like competitive way of looking at faith and healing um and mm -hmm. yeah it's like just a very weird like pressured environment with so many like people looking at you and um, a lot of people aren't even, like, your close friends, um, and what that, like, forced vulnerability means for some people. I feel like it's good for some people, because maybe they're bottling up their emotions, and this is, like, an, ex like, opportunity for them to, like, be real and open, um, but other times it just makes you feel bad for not having a good enough sob story, which I think is right. an important detail. Yeah, I think that was a good inclusion, too. I, like, yeah, I, I I had a similar like retreat in high school for like it was like peer leadership and we had to do a similar thing where we all sat in a circle and like literally had to like pass a stick and it's like you had to share your hardest moment and it was supposed to be like this really great bonding experience but I remember there being several people that like either didn't have something to share and admitted it or people that like would just tell a story and like I don't know like but like some would be so vulnerable that it makes it difficult for the rest of the people almost even though it's, like, so cathartic for other people. It's just, like, a weird environment. Yeah. yeah this The idea of, like, forced vulnerability is super strange. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And, like, it's effective sometimes, but it's not for everyone always. As, and right. it's especially hard when these people are, like, 16, 17, you know? Right. And even, like, the, like the opposite. Like, if you do have, like, something that's so awful and you don't, like, want to share it with strangers, yeah. like... I don't know. You shouldn't be forced to, like, do that either. Right. And these situations, like, make you do that. Yeah. Um, like, talk about something you're not really ready to talk about. Or, right. like, aren't fully healed from, I guess. Yeah. Right. And that's, mm -hmm. like, super valid, too. Like, you shouldn't have to be ready to always talk about it. That's, like, a healthy thing, too. To, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think that's, like, a, a valuable inclusion, too in the film what did you think about the the ending so she gives this big speech like near the end where she's like stands up in front of like one of those like confessional things and she like like explains the the morals of the story and she's like we shouldn't care we're all flawed individuals what do mm -hmm. you think about that it, it's it's a good plot device having an opportunity for people to give speeches and that really is like how these retreats end like what are your final reflections how do you feel so i thought that was like a genuine moment for her to go up and say that. 
um, it was very tell not show, which is, you know, um, people can argue whether that's like a good movie making technique or not. Um, but like, yeah, I, it, it reminded me of like, this classic like bible passage which oh my god i can't believe myself uh, yeah wow <laughs> <laughs> hey i mean when you grow up going to church every sunday like your whole life the bible just ends up being ingrained in your mind uh <laughs> yeah, yeah no judgment in the past <laughs> um but like there's a scene where um jesus is like don't like he who casts the first stone should be like faultless but like no one's faultless everybody's a sinner that's just like part of being a human you're flawed um and what she was saying is essentially like exactly what jesus says like don't judge other people we're all messed up and so i feel like she was seen as like the jesus figure in that moment like imparting this (laughs) wisdom on the audience um i thought it was fine i don't think it was ultimately like super like, I, th- I feel like the plot was tied in a nice bow, but it wasn't, like, as we said before, like, groundbreaking or amazing. It was a simple, effective way of delivering the message of the movie. Um, and I think this whole movie was meant to be, like, simple, you know? Yeah, Short, that's fair. to the point, telling the story of this girl, one weekend, <laughs> one say two, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Four days. <laughs> four days. Live the fourth, baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I. That's a fair point. I think when I saw that scene, I was like, oh, this is kind of like lame. Like they're just explaining the message of the movie in a scene and they're like tying it. But yeah, I mean, it, oh, wow. There's people outside. That's yeah. They're vibing on a Saturday morning. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think, yeah, I mean, this movie's simple and it's like it's trying to just tell the story and have its message and, you know, be pretty, like, cut and dry. And I think probably for people in high school watching this, you know, having that simple storytelling might be more effective. It might, like, get its message across mm-hmm. better. Um, and, like, actually verbally saying what she's saying out loud might be, like, the first time some people are actually hearing something like that. And so maybe there is value in that. Um but yeah, it felt just kind of like, okay, you're wrapping this up like too neatly. You're just telling me what to think. Yeah, it did feel a little lazy. But also, I feel like it matched the m- movie's tone, mm-hmm. you know. Also, yeah. can we talk about the fact that she chugged a beer at a lesbian bar <laughs> while on this Catholic retreat? <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, let's talk about that scene, because that scene was, that, that was good. That was probably, like, the best scene in the movie, I thought. Yeah. Like, um. That was sort of, like, the, um, climax, or... Right. The beginning of the falling action, potentially. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah, that was a great moment, I think. Um, it, it puts the whole movie in perspective. It's the only time, like, outside of, like, Catholic school that you really get to, like, see a glimpse of. And, like, after being so into that world for, like, an hour, and then they finally, like, take you out of that briefly, mm-hmm. it's, like, it feels even extra jarring, like, just seeing people, like, not be so, like, uptight, and just hearing her, like, the, the woman's thoughts, like, I don't know, it it almost feels like, like, Scrooge or something, like, the, like, the, the future self, like, coming <gasps> yeah. and telling about the past self and giving advice, like... Yeah, like, this woman just feels, like, otherworldly, practically. Like, she's, like, so different from the rest of this movie. Yeah. And she just comes in and, like, gives, like, the best advice to this this girl and, like, changes it for the better and, like, fixes it. Feels, like, surreal almost. <laughs> like, it's cool. Yeah. Um, this window into the outside world. Yeah. Yeah. Also, the lesbian bar thing felt pretty subtle, too. Like, mm-hmm. it was just, like, part of the setting. But I think it helps, like, so much as, like, juxtaposition with, like, Catholic school. Um yeah, I don't know. What, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, through, I mean, in the movie, they slightly touched on, like, Catholic homophobia, like, in the religion class when the teachers, like, marriages between a man and a woman, whatever. Um, and I'm glad there was something gay in there, because I feel like you can't talk about Catholicism without talking about how they hate the gays. Um, <laughs> am I right? <laughs> um, 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 mm-hmm. But... Yeah, I'm glad that, I mean, a gay bar 
is just the complete opposite of a Catholic school retreat. And I'm glad, like, it wasn't, they weren't like, oh my god, she's gay? What? This is gay? Like, I'm glad that they didn't, like, freak out over that and that it was, like, normal. It was just, like, a space for this Catholic school girl to wander into and drink a beer. Uh, <laughs> um, but, right. yeah, it, it was it was nice because the main character was able to see, like you were saying, like, a world outside of the one that she has only been exposed to. Um, like, there's a world where you can be sexually active and it's not weird. There's just a world that isn't so defined by the really rigid rules of Catholicism. Like, there just aren't real rules <laughs> in life, you know? Right. Um, not the way that religion kind of teaches you that there is. But yeah, I really enjoyed that scene. Yeah. It didn't feel very heavy-handed at all. Like, I think no. the way they even just deal with, like, homophobia and, yeah, I think, the, like, it all just, it's it's not, it's all pretty subtle. Like, even the, the part where she's, like, looking up on, like, AOL on the computer or whatever, like, what tossing a salad is, and they're like, oh, that's gay. Like, even yeah. that is just, like, that is, like, what someone, it's, it's interesting. Also, the butch is the only one who was straight up and told her what it meant. Yeah, that's also a good point. She's just like, it's when you lick a butthole. <laughs> that's it. That's it. <laughs> that's, that's all it is. That's so scary. <laughs> yeah. So funny. Um, yeah, that was like a funny recurring joke. I know. In the movie. <laughs> it's like, are they going to reveal it in the movie? Like, what? what is it? <laughs> like, that, that also brings me back to a time, like, I was 13 and somebody said something about popping the cherry and I was like, what does popping the cherry mean? Um, and they were like, OMG, we're yeah. not going to tell you. So I Googled it. Right. <laughs> Um, so that's a yeah. very relatable experience. <laughs> yeah, this movie had a lot of those, too. Like, even, like, the, like, the being wet thing. And yeah. then, like, later in the next scene, like, her parents are just like, oh, I'm so wet. And she's, like, looking at her mom, like, what? Like, what can wet <laughs> what? possibly mean? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> like, that's so funny. And I think, like, even when we grew up, like, we didn't quite live through that of, like, always wondering, because we could just go look it up on our own. Literally, um, yeah. Which is so interesting that, like, growing up, like, hearing phrases like that, like, you just have to, like, someone's got to tell you. You got to meet a lesbian at a bar to tell you these things. That's what it is. You got to go through a uh, identity crisis when you're 17, get a beer with no questions, <laughs> and uh, at, at this lesbian bar where the sage butch will tell you the meaning of life. Yeah, that's I hope my, I have a sage takeaway. butch guardian angel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the goal, right? <laughs> um, I also thought this movie was really accurate about like how rumors spread really quickly. Mm. Like I, I could relate to that a lot from like going to a very small high school. Like even that, even like the teachers would be aware of all the drama. It, it was like over involved, and I think especially with Catholic school, it's like they're like punishing these students for like their behavior, which was like probably more extreme than my school ever was. But yeah, I think like the fact that like rumors spread like that, even when they're not true, and I don't know. I mean, I guess that applies to, like, most schools, but it, that just, it felt very genuine um, in this film. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, no, I, I feel you. I also think that, like, uh, it's so gross the way that these adults, like, approach these kids about these issues, mm -hmm. and, like, like, why do they even care? I feel like there's sort of, this is not with all high school teachers, but I feel like with some high school teachers, especially those who, like, went to the school when they were in high school or, like, whatever. They kind of are stuck in high school and just simply need to get over themselves. <laughs> and I feel like this was kind of a critique of, like, the high school teachers who feel like they're still in high school and should care about this BS. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what it is. It's, like, these teachers that, like, are so still obsessed with it because they, like, never grew out of it or, like, yeah. had this weird, like, fetishization of this whole thing. Like, yeah. Yeah. Or, it... like, want to punish these kids for feeling normal feelings. Yeah. Or... Like, projecting their own insecurities onto, like, their, these students, like, taking it out on them. Like, I don't know. There's definitely something there. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, I wanted to talk about, too... 
because I think like it's hard to talk about Catholicism without even mentioning just like abuse or like you know like like fathers like doing inappropriate things yeah. with the yeah I think that is also part of it and I think this movie handled it pretty subtly I think there's like parts of it like even with the the father guy and him being alone with her and having like these confessionals um and even at the retreat when they have that oh my god and he's like asking about like that she circled turned on on her sheet and he's like have you ever done it have you ever acted on it and it's just like questions that are far far inappropriate for like this setting and especially to be alone with just like an older guy yeah and a girl it's like hard not to like see that as reference to like what happens in real life a lot yeah yeah um uh, yeah, I didn't think it. I think if they if they showed any more and did anything more than that, it would have taken away from what the film was trying to do. But it still included, like, parts of it that are very real. Like that mm-hmm. definitely happens. Like, and, like, yeah, it didn't take away from what the film was trying to accomplish. But it was still included in it. Mm-hmm. Um, Just like voicing how it is inappropriate the way right. that, like this religion kind of, um, approaches these intimate topics. Or, like, not even just the religion in, in totality, you know? Right. Like, it, it is un- inarguably so weird for, like, a 45-year-old priest to ask a 17-year-old girl about her sexual activity. Like, that is very intrusive and strange. And I feel right. like in... Catholicism you're told to like not question that and like they just want to teach you or whatever but yeah it is like a nod to the inappropriate nature of like some priests and the fact that like these priests are sworn to be chased for life and like um disobey that but then get mad at the people who have sins of their own, you know, or, like, kind of have this moral high ground because they are a priest. Um, but they're just human like the rest of us. Um, right. Yeah. Ugh, it, like, made me so uncomfortable. <laughs> and right. also, like, just, like, who, why are they sexualizing these girls, like, or or kids just in general? Why are they sexualizing them? They're just feeling normal puberty feelings, um, and why are you getting mad at them if their skirt's too short? Like, they didn't even notice, probably. They probably just grew out of it. Um, like, <laughs> right. dress codes and slut-shaming and, um, like, the relationship with the priest and being a- in- alone in a room. It's just so, like, eh, it just makes your skin crawl, I feel. Right. Like, let these kids grow up in peace and don't, like, I don't know, um manipulate them or make them feel uncomfortable or ashamed like in the meantime right yeah and even like watching that scene there's like so much like implied tension with it like as if it's gonna go somewhere worse and even though it doesn't like you can totally feel how awful the situation is yeah um and even largely like the i think the film is like you know it's highlighting the fact that like repressed emotions and like especially like sexual feelings if you're like repressing them they like are still gonna come out it's just gonna come out in like more like like stranger ways and like more aggressive like more like it's like it comes out worse it's more yeah. extreme it's like i don't know like if you have to hide it then like you know they're gonna like there's gonna be a blowjob like in the, in in the, the woods, woods you know like she's gonna be like rubbing herself on a broom in like the kitchen and like the the teacher like the father's gonna be like on his computer watching porn and, like, while he's, like, near children. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. like, all of it, you know, like, the whole thing, it's just, um, it comes out worse. I think that's, like, interesting. Yeah, I think that's also just, like, a critique of sex ed. Like, right. teaching kids abstinence only isn't realistic, and chances are they won't know how to have sex safely, so it's better to t- teach people how to have sex safely than, like, pretend like those feelings don't exist because they do. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sex, sex education in Catholic school uh, is non-existent. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 But I think that I think they addressed it pretty well. And, like, all of these elements are, like, included in the story. Um, and, yeah. like, none of it are, like, make it too serious, necessarily. They don't, like, weigh it down. But they're all included in, like, very, like, pretty genuine and, like, subtle ways. And it probably just comes, like, from the director 
I'm assuming growing up in that kind of experience and just like reliving it and like where I'm just noticing these elements from it, but it, you know, it could have felt very natural. Yeah. Like writing it. Like it is so ob- like the specificity of this movie and the like like sequence of events at this retreat like there's no way that the person who wrote this movie did not right. <laughs> like attend a camp exactly like this totally yeah yeah it's like way too specific otherwise <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i want to ask you like what if you watched this movie when you were still in high school what would mm. your thoughts be about it um <laughs> i feel like i would have laughed so much and been like omg true i also think that like <laughs> when i went on kairos people people on my kairos trip were also like spreading rumors about me and telling secrets about me um so like that was super relatable like randomly um mm. that like the main character kind of had her friends turning against her while on this retreat that's like rooted in intimacy so i feel like i would have felt a little too seen (laughs) if I watched this movie in high school. But I feel like, for the most part, like, I was self-aware, right? Like, being in Catholic school. And, like, I I grew up with enough outside influences. And, like, I had an older brother. And I did things that weren't Christianity-related and was in community spaces that weren't rooted in religion. So, like, I feel like I wasn't close-minded. And whatever. So I feel like I would have been able to see this and laugh at it and like enjoy it. Um, would it have like changed my ethics or made me think better about the world or more deeply about the world? Um, I don't think so, but (laughs) I would have appreciated like, why, why not? Mm -hmm. Because I feel like this is something that I already believed. Mm. Like don't cast the first stone. Like, you're flawed, why make fun of other people for being flawed, or whatever. So, I think I would have appreciated the visibility, but not necessarily have learned anything new. What about you? <laughs> me watching it in high school? Well, yeah. I didn't go to Catholic school, but I guess me <laughs> watching it in high school, I mean, yeah, I think I was I was pretty aware as well. I don't think this, like, film would have taught me really anything, other than maybe, like, relating to parts of it of, like, not understanding it at some point in my life, mm-hmm. and, like, yeah, I don't know. Just like the general going through puberty, I think like it's it's very universal. Um, mm-hmm. Similar to Big Mouth, you know, like watching that when you're an adult and being like, "Wow, when I was a kid, when I was this age, or whatever." I feel like it's better to watch this movie after you went through this like period of time in your life. Yeah, I agree. Maybe. Yeah, I think yeah. you can get more out of it if you're reflecting on it and comparing it to your own experience rather than like watching this pre this age or even during this age mm-hmm. it would it would almost be like too on the nose yeah um yeah and you don't even have like it wouldn't be as funny i think at all because like it's just it's very real <laughs> like yeah. the comments these high schoolers make are like probably stuff that you would actually hear and and living through that it wouldn't just be it wouldn't be that funny you wouldn't understand like the perspective that like the the, com- the comedic aspect it just gets funnier i think the, the more time you have away from it the more you become like the lesbian girl like yes. the woman in the bar <laughs> like the funnier it gets exactly the closer you are to the to the woke butch lesbian yeah and uh, that's what we're all trying to be is the the woke le- <laughs> <laughs> obviously <laughs> um yeah i guess wrapping up though i mean do you do you would you recommend this movie to other people i would i think it's fun i mean i'm totally gonna tell my catholic school friends to watch it um i feel like especially in my group of friends who (laughs) which has become increasingly queer the farther we get away (laughs) from high school um, people specifically like from high school yeah specifically from my catholic school who are hella gay um i feel like they would um appreciate it i mean we all of my catholic school friends appreciate uh a vehicle for which to make fun of the experiences that we had gone through before because Catholic school is just so crazy. Um, and also it's short and fun and mm. I like was entertained by it. Um, so totally. I would recommend this movie to other people. Um, not to be like, this is the greatest movie of all time. You're missing things if you don't watch it, but more like look at this shared experience that we can laugh at. Totally. What about you? 
Yeah, I would also recommend it. I think you know it's just short. It's like eighty minutes long, um, and it's really funny. I was like thoroughly entertained by this movie. Yeah. And there's definitely elements of it that are cheesy, um, and like it's you know it's not you're not gonna really learn too much new, especially if you're like don't if you're not like as like dumbed down as the people in this movie are. You know, mm-hmm. if they're like if you're not as unaware as these people, like this world like this movie almost imagines a world where there's like people that are completely like haven't even heard of sex or something like it's like so extreme yeah that like i I would find it hard for people to be exactly in that position like most people that are watching it are going to understand and know this message already Mm -hmm. um but i would still recommend it i mean it's they still tell the message well and it's like really entertaining um so yeah Mm-hmm. I don't know. And the feelings of tension were like palpable and engaging, you know. So right, yeah. yeah, it was a good movie watching experience. It was a good movie, a good Saturday morning movie. Good movie in the morning. Yeah. Final question: Would you ever rewatch this movie? Um, I would love to rewatch it with my Catholic school friends specifically. Yeah. What I, about you? I bet. Um, yeah, I would. I would rewatch this movie. I would like to see it with different reactions of other people. Yeah. yeah, I'd be curious to hear what all your Catholic friends think. You'll have to tell me about it. <laughs> yes, it yes. I would love to watch it with, like, a practicing Catholic also and see, like, what their yes. reactions are. Like, if I watched it with my parents or something, because they still go to church and stuff. Yeah, I'd be curious to hear, curious to hear like, a, a Christian's perspective on this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because I don't think it's necessarily, like, anti-Christianity at all either. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it, I think it does a, a good job of balancing... Yeah. Um, and like staying unbiased in that way. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Well, great. Amazing. Amazing. Thank well, you. Thanks for coming on, Fiona. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Um, this has been another episode of So What You Think. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll have another episode uh, next week, so stay tuned for that. Till then, peace. Have you been to Jesus for the cleansing power? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Are you fully trusting in His grace this hour? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Are you washed in the blood? In the blood of the 